Golden West Radio Network presents Crisis. I'm sure this has happened to you. Suddenly you have an experience that you feel sure has happened before. Maybe it's a fragment of conversation or a strangely familiar sight in a place you know you've never visited before. The French call such an experience déjà vu, already seen. And my old Webster's Dictionary dismisses such experiences as illusions. But are they illusions? Or is each of us possibly two people? Are we linked in some unknown way with a past life we've completely forgotten until something happens to remind us? I don't know who you are, but I know who you were. No. Why do you pretend with me? I'm not. I don't understand it. Oh, it's a coincidence. You tell me then. How can you know what you know? How can you have the memories you have? Memories of things only Dorothy could know. I don't know. Well, I know. Dorothy swore she'd come back. And now she's making good on her promise. I'll be back in a minute with tonight's story of crisis, entitled Homecoming. And now, Crisis presents Homecoming. Anne and I had been married three years. With both of us working, we'd never been able to get vacations at the same time. Until last year, when Anne found out she was pregnant. We hadn't planned to start our family quite that soon, but we were really happy about it. So, Anne quit her job, and we went on a trip we'd always talked about. Down south, where we'd never set foot before. I was born and raised around Minneapolis. Anne was from Nebraska. So, it was a really big adventure, seeing some of these historic Civil War places we'd only read about in school. Whenever I could, I'd take the back roads instead of the freeways. That's how we happened to come across the town of Sutherland, a few miles west of Interstate 95, down south of Richmond. Wayne, I don't think there'll be a motel in this little village. Probably not. Well, what do you think? Should we go back to Petersburg? Oh, it's getting kind of late in the day. <sighs> yeah, I suppose we should. But I love this little town. It's a pretty little spot, all right. Uh, yeah, I think I'll make a U-turn here and we'll start back. Wayne, wait a second. Turn down the street. Okay. You see something interesting? I don't know. Just keep going. What are you looking for? I don't know. There. Stop. Yeah? It's that house. What about it? Wayne, it sounds dumb, but I knew I'd find this house on this street. This very house. Well, how could you? Well, I don't know. I've never even been in the state before. Nothing very special about that house to me. Well, I know, but I've seen it before. I swear I have. You've seen one like it before, maybe. Well, how did I know it would be down the street? So you're having a little deja vu, that's all. Wayne, I've seen this very house before. I know this house. Come on, Anne. I mean it. All right. Uh, what's in the backyard? You say you know the house, you must know what's out back. Peach trees. And a bird bath. Hey, come on. And there's a little breakfast nook that looks out onto a rose garden. And are you putting me on? Because if you are, you can quit. You're getting spooky. I told you, I've been here before. <sighs> okay, let's go and see. What are you doing? Come on. No! Listen, you say you know so much about this old house. Okay, let's check it out. What do you mean? We'll go up and see if anybody's home. Oh, no! And we'll just say something like, uh, 
Uh, we're from out of state, and uh, we were wondering what your place looks like in back. Oh, that's perfectly silly. Now, come on, let's go back to Petersburg. No, no, we could say, we're from out of state, and we were admiring your house. And could you let us uh, walk around the property? There. Let's just forget it, please, can we? Besides, I don't know if I really want to go back. Go back? Well, I don't know what makes me say these things. Listen, honey, what I want to do is prove to you that there are no peach trees in the backyard. Or what if there are? This is the South. Lots of people have peach trees in their backyards. I want you to see that uh, you've never really been here before. Come on. Well, what do we say to them? Just let me do the talking. Come on. This is a perfectly normal thing to have happen, Anne. To think you've lived a little part of your life before. Well, then why does it scare me? Well, hasn't it ever happened to you before? There's nothing to be scared about. No, no, okay, here we are. Maybe no one's at home. Hello. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, my name's Wayne Hammond, and this is my wife, Anne. How do you do? We're from Minneapolis. We're on vacation. Uh, we were just driving by, and, well, Anne liked the looks of your house so much. Well, well, we just had to stop and tell you so. Why, that's very nice of you. Would you like to come in? Oh, no, we couldn't. We wouldn't want to interrupt anything. Oh, I assure you, I wasn't doing a thing in the world. I was just thinking about putting on the kettle. Now you can join me for tea. Well, that's awfully nice of you, ma'am. Mrs. Vale. My name is Vale. V-A-I-L. Now, you just come right on in. You're from Minneapolis, you say? Uh, uh, yeah, right. We we don't have the uh, same kinds of trees up there. One thing Ann and I always wanted was a fruit tree in our yard. I bet you've got a backyard full of them. Well, we did have. But then the blight took them and they all died. Just four years ago this summer. I had to have them all taken out. So I'm afraid the backyard looks sort of, well, empty now. Were they... Were they peach trees? Why, yes. Yes, they were. They used to say we had the nicest ones in the neighborhood. No, no, our yard isn't nearly as nice as it once was. Here, you can see it from the breakfast nook. You see? Just mostly lawn now. And uh, the bird bath. What was that? Pardon me, wasn't there once a bird bath? Right here by the window in the rosebush garden? Why, how did you know? Then, then there was, wasn't there? Yes. I had it taken away last year. Some new people moved in with a cat, and that cat caught several lovely birds at the bird bath, so I, I had it removed. How did you know about the bird bath? I, I don't know. Uh, Mrs. Vale, I think we ought to tell you something. While we were driving past your house, Anne said she thought she'd seen it before. She described your backyard. She even described this breakfast nook where we're standing right now. Yeah, but I've never even been in Virginia before. You see, I thought if, if she could see the place close up, she'd get rid of the idea that she'd been here before. Well, how peculiar. Uh, Mrs. Vale, when we came into this house, I suddenly felt oh, at home. The living room looks just the way I knew it would look. And the old mirror in the hallway... What about the mirror? Well, I, I felt as if I should walk very carefully so it wouldn't fall off the wall. My soul. What, what's the matter, Mrs. Vale? Mrs. Vale? Oh, you, you couldn't know about that. Well, you, well, you just couldn't. I'm sorry. What did I do? Oh, nothing. Nothing, my dear. It's, well, it's just so peculiar. You see, long years ago, I... Well, well, the floor of the hallway used to be loose, and if a body would run or even walk heavily in the hallway, well, that mirror would shake and bounce. And you used to say, don't run in the house. Yes. Yes, I... I would have to say that often. Oh, my, my, I, I've forgotten about our tea. May I help you make it? If you like. 
I generally like to serve some homemade cookies with tea, but I, I didn't know I'd be having company today. Young woman. Yes? You walked straight into my kitchen and went to a cupboard and found the teacups. How did you know where I keep them? Uh, I don't know. What else do you know about this house? Oh, please, we shouldn't have bothered you. Wayne, let's just, just go. Hey, believe me, we didn't mean to upset you. You know a sight more about this house, don't you, Mrs. Hammond? Well, it, it seems as if I... Oh. Yes. It, as if I used to live here. Yes. I mean, I feel I know what's in the other room. The front bedroom. That's where you sleep, isn't it? And it's done in pale green wallpaper. You have a shiver robe made of dark wood, mahogany... And a canopy bed and, and religious paintings on little side tables behind the bed. Child. And, and there's another bedroom, smaller, all in blue. Oh, no. A girl's room with, with white furniture, a, a, a white thick rug, and, and, and great thick feather pillows. Great big pillows. Stop it. Stop it, you hear? Okay, Anne, I think we've had, uh, had about enough of this. You're getting carried away with this thing. Come on. Where? Uh, Mrs. Vale, let me show my wife this bedroom she's talking about and... Prove to her once and for all that she's not psychic or whatever it is. Uh, here. Is this your little blue bedroom? There. What'd I tell you? See, Anne? Look. It's not blue. It's brown. And it's completely empty. Perfect strangers barging into her life, making her cry. It was you who wanted to come into the house. Just to prove to you that you were wrong about the place. And was I? No. What about the blue bedroom? Well, they must have painted it. Oh, man. And I might as well tell you something else. I've seen Mrs. Vale before, too. Oh, that does it. Well, now, here's our tea. Excuse me for walking slowly, but I'm a little unsteady for some reason. Uh, hey, hey, let me let me help you with that tray, Mrs. Vale. Oh, thank you. If you just put it down there on the coffee table, if you'd be so kind. Yeah, there you are. Mrs. Vale, uh, <clears throat> Anne and I feel terrible about upsetting you the way we did. Oh, it wasn't anything you did, Wayne. It was all my fault. You see, Mrs. Vale, I'm pregnant. First time. <laughs> I suppose it's made me a little crazy or something. <laughs> Don't let's talk about it anymore. Here, let me pour your tea. I noticed there are four cups, Mrs. Vale. Well, that's right. While I was in the kitchen, I phoned up someone I'd like to have meet you. Well, hey, that's, that's awfully nice of you. Uh, you know, tourists don't have much of a chance to... Oh, that'd be him. Excuse me, please. I came right over. Come in, Barton. Mr. and Mrs. Hammond, may I present my son, Barton Vale? Barton, these are the Hammonds. Well, how do you do, folks? I'm glad to know you. Hi, I'm Wayne. Uh, this is my wife, Anne. Yes, indeed. Mama told me a little bit about you, Mrs. Hammond. She, she did? I don't know what to say. What do we have here, anyway? A case of ESP? Well, uh, maybe I can explain. You see, we were just driving down the street, and Anne suddenly saw this house. And she got the idea she'd seen it before, which is impossible because neither one of us has ever been here before. Wayne, I want to go now. What? Well, I hope you'll forgive me for all the trouble I've caused you, but I... Now, wait. Hold on a shake. You mustn't run off like that. I am fascinated by things like this. Well, it was all a mistake. No, it wasn't. It was no mistake. Barton, 
This young woman remembered seeing the peach trees and the bird bath in the backyard. And she described my bedroom to a team. And she knew her way around my kitchen as if she'd lived here. I don't know what it is she's doing or how she knows what she knows. But it is no mistake. That's why I thought you ought to know. I see. And tell me, Mr. Hammond, do you share this gift your wife seems to have? Sure. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know any more about this than you do. But like Ann says, maybe we'd better just be on our way, all right? No, I won't hear of it. You have to give us the opportunity to show off a little of our southern hospitality. Now, what else can you tell us about this old house? Nothing. Oh, come on now. You performed for Mama. Won't you do the same for me? Well, I'm sure Ann wasn't trying to perform. Oh, excuse me. That was a bad choice of words. I've never known her to have any psychic ability before. But it's fascinating, isn't it? She even mentioned the mirror in the hall. The mirror? Remember? Oh. Oh, yes. Now, what did you remember about the mirror, Mrs. Hammond? Just that that it could easily be broken if one weren't very careful. Yes. And and the back bedroom. Oh? Well, see, I was wrong about that, wasn't I? I thought it would be blue, but it's brown. And there wasn't any white furniture in it, no furniture at all. Barton, she even mentioned those... Feather-stuffed pillows. But, but of course, I, w- I was wrong there too. I uh, say, excuse me, uh, Mrs. Vale, could you direct me to the bathroom? Well, yes, you just go into the hallway. It's the door on the right between the two bedrooms. Right, thank you. Excuse me. Wayne, uh, I'll be right back, honey. Then we'll then we'll go. Why are you looking at me? Hmm. Because you're a very unusual person, Mrs. Hammond. Let me ask you something. Now, you seem to recognize so many things you couldn't have ever known about. How do you explain all this? I, I told you, it, it, it's, it's all a mistake. Well, we know that's not true now, don't we? What are you, Mrs. Hammond, a fortune teller, is that it? No. Leave it, Barton. You didn't just pick this place out. You must have been doing a whole lot of research before you decided to ring Mama's doorbell. That's not true. We've never been in this town or even a state before. Please, I want to leave. You're not going anywhere yet now. Barton. All right. Four years ago, there was a tragedy in this house. Leave it alone, Martin. A young woman died in this house. Well, I don't know anything about that. And I'm sorry we ever barged in. We don't want anything of you. Oh, no, no, not much, you don't. Please, Wayne! I'm right here, Anne. I took the liberty of checking out the one thing that didn't fit. That back bedroom. What do you have there? Just my pocket knife. I scraped a little of that uh, brown paint off the wall. It's light blue underneath. All right. Just what is your game, people? What is it you came here to do? Not one thing, Mr. Vale. And believe it or not, we'd just like to go now. Come on, Anne. Wait just a minute. Bart, they're telling the truth. They don't want to harm us. Otherwise, they'd, they'd act differently. Someone, someone sent her to us. And I think you know who. I want out of here. Mrs. Hammond, I don't know who you are, but I know who you were. No! Why do you pretend with me? I'm not. I don't understand it. It's a coincidence. You tell me then. How can you know what you know? How can you have the memories you have? Memories of things only Dorothy would know. I don't know. Well, I know. What this was, she'd come back. And now... She's making good her promise. I don't know any, Dorothy. We repainted her room, sold off all the furniture right after the funeral. But I love that furniture. 
It would have been for my own children. If you'd only let me have children. You know why there can never be any children, Dorothy? Stop it, Mama. She is not Dorothy. But you went on ahead anyway, didn't you? You let him on, knowing what they turn out to be. Mama! Insane! That's what any child of Barton's would be. Insane! Just as he is! And you know where he got it, Mama Vale. From you! Is that the reason you took those big fella pillows that night? And you and Bart smothered me to death? Because I come home from the doctors and announced I was pregnant after all? Is that why you killed me, Mama Vale? Smothered me while Bart held me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, we're getting out of this madhouse! <laughs> Back to Petersburg. Petersburg? I'm not going to Petersburg. I'm going to stay right here. And stop it. Right here at home, where I belong, and have my baby. Tonight, Crisis has offered a play entitled Homecoming, which featured Deborah Adair, Terry McManus, Pat French, and Steve Hilliard. The program is engineered by Carney Barton and produced at Audio Recording Incorporated. Now, this is your writer-producer, Jim French, asking you to join us next week when we will again offer you Crisis.